Right on indeed. Welcome to Belonging Songs. It's the podcast that brings you a new original song with each episode. And then we talk about the theme of that song and the processes that went into writing and recording it and the changes that get made to that song along the way. I'm your host, Wade Dana. With me today in the studio, Bradley J. Maurer. Hi. Chad A. Kelton? Yes, yes. Right? Hello. Okay. <laughs> a? Hey, <laughs> you got it. You got it. <laughs> I started that without knowing where it was going. I did Brad's middle name. That's like, oh, now I need to think a second. Wadley S. Yep, Dana. Yep. Yep. So, no Patrick today, just the three of us here in the studio. And we're here to talk about another one of our instrumental I'm in you songs from back in the day that we're redoing. This one's called I Like to Eat Fingernails. Mm. Brad, what are your thoughts on that title? I've done it. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so we're back after our long break. Actually, this is never. Well, scratch that. <laughs> scratch that. Because I'm assuming everybody's listened to Brad's ingredients song. Because mm-hmm. I'm gonna schedule this to come out later. Mm-hmm. But after the uh, last episode of the first half of season three, near death experience, this song here is the only thing I've really been working on. It's been I don't know a couple weeks since we recorded that, mm-hmm. and I kind of just took time off and putzed around on this song a little bit, which was already kind of a little ways along. We had been recording on it, I finished that, so I've been taking a break, but today we're here to record this in the aforementioned Brad's Ingredient song, which is entitled something that I don't even know yet, but you do, I listeners. Do. Oh, they do. They do, because they've, they've already heard it. Heard it. Yeah. Oh, Christ. And time I mean, machine's all messed up. Yeah. We've got a time machine, so this'll this all work itself out. Did I say it's been a while since we recorded? What would the us do <laughs> right. if we were I don't know if I remember how that line goes, but <laughs> So yeah, this we're gonna listen to a uh, very old cassette demo like we've been doing for these instrumental redos. This is another one of the songs from the band that Chad and I were in when we were we lads. Mm-hmm. So the cassette demo will have been recorded likely in my mother's basement, mm. circa 1997, 98-ish. Mm. Ish. Um, this was another one of our early songs. So in the handful of, I don't know, first five, ten songs that we wrote when we were doing that. What were you driving in 1998? Ooh. That was Ranger time. I had the Ranger. Yeah, Ford Ranger. Yeah, blue. 1991 Ford Ranger. Right on. Now, my first car was a 1986 Ford Escort. White, red stripe. Hatchback? Red pinstripe hatchback. Yeah. <laughs> Had to be. Yeah. Um, something about ha- your first car, no matter how crappy it is. I still think very fondly of that. Same. Thing. Like, I loved that car. Uh-huh. Uh, it was like a manual transmission, four gear. Yeah, buddy. You know, roast the tires at will. Chad, what were you driving in 97? Uh, 97 would have been my hatchback, the Cavalier. The Cavalier? The oh, Cavalier that was your first hatchback. car. Cool. Oh, that right. was also my first car. Oh, so right. you had it for a while then. I yeah. had it until 99, I believe, 98. It's funny that you mentioned cars because when we were in the band before this, our high school band, which was called Ebhor. Uh-huh. And some of these songs stem from that, which was basically us learning how to... Play. play instruments, mostly just 
terrible noise. And Screaming. Jack could play drums, but he would usually just have to like do drum solos <laughs> while we just fiddled around and his screaming and stuff. Chad and I worked at the rental place that his family owned in Fowlerville. Oh yeah, Copeland Rental. They have everything I need for the yard. Mowers, rototillers, wood chippers. Arr, arr, arr. Let's see, I'll need paper supplies, dishes, balloons. I'm glad Copeland Rental has everything we need. What we need is another room. Sure. Copeland Rental on Grand River, Fowlerville. And across the street, there was a car wash. And if we were in the yard of the rental place, you'd look out and you'd see our cars with the car wash in back. And I always wanted to get all the band members' cars lined up there to take Mm -hmm. a picture and then have people at the car wash washing their cars. And Mm -hmm. I wanted to make their faces skulls. In the background, that was my like idea, and I wanted all of our license plates to spell out the band name. It never happened, but that was the idea. That was the idea. Yeah, a good yeah. concept. Yeah, that was the concept. For the that. fence is still there. Yep. Yeah, yeah. So we can do it. Chad and I had a lot of fun in that job. We did. So we would drive around setting up tents when we weren't working in the rental yard, filling propane and renting out stuff. No, it was a lot of fun. Chad would often drive the cube van. We'd get at it pretty early, so it'd be like I don't know. Seven in the morning, we'd be driving out to our first, you know, set place up. to set up a tent. I thought, I thought of this just the other day. I know exactly where you're going. <laughs> and, and almost every day, I would just wait and just watch Chad and be all quiet. And then I'd scream really loud, just yep. like high pitched scream, yep. <laughs> just to scare him. And I pretty much did that every single day <laughs> to this poor kid. <laughs> it got me up. And it wasn't just a scream, it was a. Like really loud. Very high pitch. (laughs) And a ringy box fan. Yep. We got pulled over one time because we were switching driver and passenger seat on the road. (laughs) Jumping (laughs) around in the back of the van at the same time, trying to shake it. Let's see. One time we also like. Williamston. Yeah, we got pulled over. We also stalled the van, like broke down on a set of train tracks. Do you remember that? (laughs) And Howell? I don't remember that. Yeah, like <laughs> <laughs> that's where it rolled to its yeah. stop. Be like, oh boy. <laughs> All right, so that was the era. <laughs> yep. So this was the era. You there was a lot were... going on. Wait, we yeah. didn't get to your car. I had a yeah. 1988 S10, okay. two tone, so black with the red. Two tone because you had to replace parts on it. No, like... no, 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 oh, no. Okay. It had like the red oh, stripe, like they used to, gotcha. you know, like the old school ones with the trim pieces. Yeah. That was. I remember it was eight hundred dollars. Yeah. Four-wheel drive. Oh, dang. S10s were popular. Yeah, I blew that thing up. I think my first, that Escort, I think was like 550 bucks. Yeah. My mom had to drive that Cavalier for some reason, and after she drove it, she told me that I had to get a new car. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I uh, drove my, uh, I'm sure everybody's enthralled by our car talk. Oh, they're probably remembering (laughs) their first car, I hope. (laughs) This is more of a pots and pots. (laughs) Uh, podcast, but that escort, it didn't die. I had to drive it to the junkyard, but the, the back strut just rusted out and fell in. So <laughs> just the wheel was uh, like rubbing up against the frame. And at one point I took it off and just oiled it up, greased it up. <laughs> <laughs> so I could at least drive it around town. <laughs> wow. And then it made it all the way to the junkyard and the seats for it, I pulled out because I was in love with the stupid car. And they're still in my mom's basement. I'm sure, nice. she, I'm sure she really appreciates that they're still there. <laughs> okay, we should listen to this demo. All right, yeah. So cassette now demo. Now that we have that headspace. Yeah. <laughs> and I let these guys know ahead of time, like we did in our last episode, that we might talk through this, uh, and I'll edit it in 
as we listen to this demo. And we might not. We'll, we'll see how it goes. <laughs> That's the sweet Digitex I was say, tone. Well, what were you stepping on there? <laughs> RP5. Stay right on. Through the Lanny. Chad likes the Lanny. I hated that. The Lanny. Where'd you buy the Digitex? Uh, my dad gave it to me. Oh, really? Yeah. Whatever happened to that Lanny you had? It blow up? Oh, yeah. Did it? And then I got my music band. But I had that for a long time. Yeah, I remember. That was a sweet amp. You think? Yeah. <laughs> I thought about getting another one just to fuck with Chad. Yeah. Like, show up to his house with the same one. <laughs> Leave it there. Because he hated it. <laughs> so he could stare at it all the time. <laughs> this is just you and me on this demo. Yeah, that's what I was wondering. I kept waiting for the bass to drop. No bass. Possibly could be before we even had a bass player. It could have been. We often just recorded anyway though, yeah. at that point. I mean, a lot of times it was just you and me down there playing. All right. So there's a little taste of that song. We were talking there a little bit. That was just Chad and I in the basement. Oftentimes it would just be the two of us, especially when we were writing the songs. <laughs> Chad asked if I couldn't find a demo with the vocals on it because we did have our friend Daryl singing on stuff. Well, not really singing, but making noises and stuff. And this song in particular, I still always hear his vocals. Yeah. In the towards the end where it's like dun 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 because he would say, "Don't you know that I." I think he was going to say, like, to eat fingernails, but I do have versions like that, but I figured we're starting at the beginning here, so. Well, and the new one's not going to have any. Yeah, I mean, unless someday he wants to put them on. I know that this is the first song that we've done where we're not changing the arrangement in the redo. Like, the other two songs we've done, we've shortened up a bit, just because they got a little redundant. This one had pretty good arrangement, I think, and we didn't change that. Ooh, got a strobe light going on here by Brad in the ceiling. The recording light came on. Oh, did it? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. I, that thing was like Bluetooth, so like <laughs> well, it, somebody's phone could be triggering Apparently. it. Oh, I thought it was uh, the light no, in the ceiling. No, it was the, uh, the recording, was recording sign. All oh, right. I have a recording sign down in the in the studio here that lights up. Actually, Brad got it for me when I built this studio, and it just decided to go. It could be a ghost. Could be a ghost. Could be a ghost, probably. We'll say it. it's a haunting. Where's the remote? It's right here. But it doesn't work doesn't do anything if i turn it on anymore yeah, i bought him a piece of shit here now, now if i hit these two buttons i found out that it does well it did something but yeah, anyway we just should maybe just blew up <laughs> maybe <it's>... <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah that's the demo of the song i remember the first time we played this in front of people i don't know why this memory sticks out for me but it was debuted in our friend sam's garage <laughs> <laughs> He probably had like a handful of people over. And I remember it just sticks out in my mind that that was the first time we played it in front of people and me being like, oh, cool. P5 
people are going to hear it and nobody cares, you know, and I'm sure nobody even listened. It's, it's kind of like this podcast. Not a lot, not so. a lot of people walking around with that fond memory. <laughs> right. But man, it's just me. I first heard that. That was badass. So, I kind of you know, remember that. Parents away for the night and we set up and played in his garage. So shout out to Sam. Shout out to his parents. So any thoughts on that, Brad, Chad? I like it. Yeah. That's about all I got. All right. Great. Is what it is. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So now we have a version that we've redone. Hopefully you'll like this one better. Right on. And not much to say. Like I said, we didn't change the arrangement. I didn't do a bunch of crazy effects on this. I think just a little delay. And There's one type of effect I put in this mix that we'll talk about afterwards, but we might as well just listen to this jammer and uh, talk about that, and then we'll get out of here. Hell so. yeah. Oh, and I haven't gotten like mixed feedback. You guys are the first people to hear this. I didn't send this one in. Sharpen Just, my uh, pencil here. Yeah. Quick. So, if there is anything that stands out to you that you think needs to be uh, tweaked, I definitely want to know. How you're feeling? <laughs> okay, sorry. <laughs>
kid. Right? Have you said it on one of these I'm in you ones yet? The session? Yeah. Or the, the record of this? Yeah, this podcast. Feels like I did the first one. Okay. Maybe half of it. Cool. You might have. Yeah. What do you think? I'm in. Yeah. Yeah? yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's awesome. It's awesome. I, I, all, the only note I had was awesome rhythm guitar tone. Oh, so I, like I really that, the center one tried to accent um, Matt. Mm-hmm. Are you talking about the dent? All dent, that, yeah. The that, stuff following the beefy kind of one. Yeah. yeah, I like that one a lot. That tone and the drums sound really good. I do cool. like that. I liked your uh, long ringy distortion overdubs. Yeah, over that one part where you just kind of let them go. Oh yeah, in the middle. Dun, for, yep, right in the you know let them carry dun, out. Dun. Those again, sounds, those was say, a, wow, way uh, better than the Laney. Accenting the bass on those, <laughs> but like letting those ring out. Yeah, yeah. I think that's the. Um, I've heard a lot of the songs, but with bells and whistles and like mm-hmm. the complete thought. Yeah, that's it's pretty cool to hear like the complete thought to get all those extra meat in it, and you can hear the bass really well. But sometimes when we're playing live, you can only feel it. Yeah, I have a note about the bass. So when Matt comes over to record the bass, it's pretty much the only time I use these big speakers in here. (laughs) I just like to, I'm like, hey, you want the big speakers? And he goes, yeah. (laughs) So so he stands in here. and That's that's worth it. Yeah, it is. We blare the big speaker and he plays along to it. Um, I did a lot of panning of the main guitar Mm -hmm. and, and the other guitar. So there's like the main guitar, which is basically how we just normally played it. Right and have throughout these years and then i have like four maybe six accent tracks mm-hmm. with the sg and that marshall lead and those are the thick i was gonna say back. it sounds like the sg sorry yeah. i should have said that on the mic but yeah yeah so the main guitars i'm recording everything with my fender lead too because that was the guitar i used for this project mm-hmm. and uh but i'm beefing it up with the sg and the, yes. the marshall there again with the sections of the songs i tried to add interest by panning mm-hmm. so anytime we do like that the guitar is like all come to the center mm-hmm. and then when it gets that thick when it gets slower chords, opens up. yeah the, the pan panning out. opens yeah, up like yeah that. and that was a trick i just learned from getting feedback from other people so it's not so static yeah all changes the way through focus. it just changes yeah, yeah it changes the focus and i think that's an, an effective way to handle these i think that's pretty cool especially yeah. instrumental Sound songs good. Where, and with a lot of parts. Yeah. To keep the interest. Yeah, because yeah. it brings brings the parts. Yeah, instead know. of just everything just statically yeah. going by throughout the whole it's thing, good it idea. Just, just adds a little more flavor. And it's one of those things where I only noticed it now that you said it. Yeah. But I, the song sounded more interesting listening to it in reflection, so probably if you go because back, of that. Yeah. yeah, definitely pay attention to how those things kind of focus and then spread out throughout the mix. Also tried to add a little interest, especially in that beginning part with some reverb and delay and Mm -hmm. reverb and delay is mostly the only effect i used in this so i added some pretty heavy reverb to your toms in that beginning especially yeah especially that high tom you use they sounded rounded yeah yeah and then a little a little bit of slap delay just to help them fill out just a little more because they're such a feature of that beginning then i also added a little bit of delay to my guitar and reverb a note on adding delay to songs we did not use a click track for. I was just going to bring that up because we ditched the click track. We tried in the beginning with this one, and then because of the changes and the way the song carried, we had to ditch it. And then I I felt like I was draggy in the beginning a little bit, like some parts where it it was a little draggy coming back in and switches. Makes it very hard to use delay throws to longer ones. I tried a couple, 
and I would get it to line up. And then the further it goes, they just, as we're fluctuating, it just sounds terrible. So the only way I can do it then is to actually record that delay throw to another track and then splice it up and put it it where I want because it's not lined up. So I didn't use any long ones. I was going to, and I, I did play around with that, but ultimately ended up not. And I use more of slap delay which is more of a very fast delay. Yeah, quick hit. It doesn't really have to be in time. It's, yeah. it's just more of a... Almost like a, an echo. Yeah, like yeah. really subtle, just to add a little more depth to the toms in the beginning and the guitar in the beginning there. The only other effect I used was during that slow part where you had mentioned the long mm-hmm. guitar notes distorted in the background. There's that lead guitar. I did put a like reverse swirling type of effect so make so it a little like more a, ambient it's like a delay effect with reverb on it but the delays are being reversed got it so hmm. yeah it gives a kind of a swirling effect yeah, it's pretty cool nice almost sounds a little flangey through there yep. i wasn't sure yeah my first guess was going to be like you put something on the overheads or something like the cymbals but no, it's on that guitar yeah. because the main guitar is pretty wimpy there compared mm. to like what's going on around it yeah, so, so it that, needed that, something to fill it out and uh that effect coupled with those distorted open chords really helps to that's, make yeah, that that's, more of a feature and then the song comes back with a yeah. big thick chunky guitars and like that demo when when the distortion kicked out we were like ooh, <laughs> that'll like knock your face off because yeah. it's very mid-rangey Tinny, and high yeah bottom yeah. drops out. and that yeah. was a combination of the the amplifier i was using and the effects processor which i had mentioned was the digitech rp5 very early pedal for some reason that setting was the one i would use the most i think it was f24 if mm-hmm. i remember correctly yeah. and uh, it's pretty good for ripping solos <laughs> but back in the day though so that was like, the effect i used for my distortion and it's like very gnarly and very not chunky at all yeah and i remember we had mentioned daryl our friend who played with us a bit and did vocals and stuff but his complaint was always like your guitars are like not tough sounding <laughs> like a, a lot like not chunky so definitely something i wanted to remedy with this yeah. redo is make yeah. it more chunky especially really the end of this song needs that you weight. can tell you were focused on that a little bit because yeah. there is some beef there yeah that's pretty good speaking of that digitech pedal it was the only pedal I had during this era. My dad gave it to me. And even though the sounds aren't great, actually, I'm going to be using it on one of these redos because it, there's a very specific sound for it one of the works. songs. Well, the the original one didn't. I had to buy another one. Because remember, well, we mentioned our friend Sam. We played at a party at his house in East Lansing one time or Hazlitt. Or I don't know. Somewhere by Michigan State. And uh, we played in his basement, and the basement ended up flooding. Oh, yeah, yeah, And our yeah. stuff was down there. <laughs> and that it was, was like, Hazlitt, completely submerged. Hazlitt Road. It ended up working after that, but it was never the same after mm. it dried out. So I ended up buying another one because I would program. I had different programs and sequences for all of the songs we played, especially the really long song we had that we called The Show, which was just a group of songs put together. I would manually edit the user banks because you could have factory and then user ones. I would copy all the sounds I wanted to the user bank and then had it set up. So I would start like on number 12 and by the end of the song, I'd worked down to number one. So you just hit a... And each one had a different combination. combination. So the RP5 had like five different effects for each bank. I would spend so much time back then 
every little part of the song would have its own effect and things going on. And as it all progressed, I would work down this thing. So you just had to hit an arrow? Yeah, every well, time you had a foot switch yeah. that would go up or down. Yeah, so exactly. I, I would, yep. You just yeah. hit the down arrow. And... So a lot of these songs had things like that. Like, oh, I need to go to user setting, you know, whatever, 24 for this song. Yeah. And within that song would be the five different effects. And some songs would be, oh, this song is 12 of these banks, right. you know? So I don't do stuff like that anymore. Like, you just don't have the time as you get older to be as invested in the creative process sometimes, you know, yeah. to where you could just spend hours at night tweaking a pedal, yeah. you know? And then take all these songs you record and put them onto these cassettes. I mean, yeah, I do a, a lot of work. I would agree with that because I have a, I have a pretty legit delay pedal, right? That yeah, is that's very that's complex. very complex. There's, <laughs> How much know, do you know about dip it? switches on it and stuff? <laughs> and I'm like, I don't have time to mess with this thing <laughs> right. make, to find a sound I want. So I just mess with it real quick. And but when you were I found the 17, one sound I want, I would have been way deep into that deep, thing. Right? Like, yeah. yeah. Uh, Something that you have to keep in mind and try not to lose as you get older yeah. is that sense of wanting to explore these things and be creative with them. It's easy to lose sight of that sometimes. Mm-hmm. Just be like, well, I'm busy. So, One thing I do play around with now is pedal order and combinations mm-hmm. of pedals. So like, I have a couple of distortion pedals, and we know. when we play, I'm always trying to combine <laughs> them, come up with the right sound. Brad's been working on his rock the, and roll ending. Sometimes it's the wrong right. sound. <laughs> But yeah, well, the, the Paul Schaefer ending's coming together, though, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> on every song. Inside joke for listeners. like <laughs> Chad's not a, the biggest fan of Paul, doing the rock and roll Ch- ending. Chad, Ew, Chad Ew. will allow one a night. <laughs> we try oh, to throw him in as often as the, the goal of us is to try to figure out which one it belongs on that night, so we do it on every one. <laughs> <laughs> We're working on the rock and roll intro, too. <laughs> coming along good. Yeah. So yeah, I, I'm always excited to get these done. It, it's been really fun to polish these up and then listen to them. And our friend Matt, the bass player, he was saying that he was playing the ones we just did for like his wife and his brother. And they were always, you know, at our shows and stuff back then. And he said, you know, it was, it was really awesome to hear them come together and that the people he was playing them for, like it really brought back a lot of memories and nostalgia mm-hmm. to hear these because there was a lot of people like we would play quite often and a lot of more people used to come to see us play back then because it's what you did it's what you did yeah we yeah. were young and we would go out now mm-hmm. i want to be in bed by 8 30 yeah well i don't want to be in bed i just want to be home yeah. <laughs> um fun i'm glad we got this one done we're gonna set our sights on another one I'm, I'm thinking we might try and get two more of these in this season i haven't really worked out the schedule yet but they go down do pretty it. fast. Yeah. So I've got... Yeah, the I've, songs are made, right? So it's yeah. Just, and you're just pretty good at memorizing. Them. Like, you know them, so... Yeah, actually, we clean. played one yeah, last Friday. Day. Yeah. These guys will bust them out every once in a while, and I'll try to pretend like I know what's going on, <laughs> and I don't. Um, mm-hmm. Anything else anybody wants to say about I like to eat fingernails? Besides, Brad's done it. I've done it. Jed, how many fingernails have you taken down in your life, would you say? In I pounds. Can't, I, I, I can't imagine. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But how many mason jars full of fingernails, Brad, oh, do you think few. you've eaten? I mean, typically I... I, I, I typically them, right? just do that outside. <laughs> yeah. And like we had mentioned before, like, the titles mean nothing. Just ways for us to <laughs> memorize these songs. The songs. Yeah, so if anybody's wondering. So, yeah, another one in the books. We're going to get out of here. Please, if you like this show, give it a five-star rating on Spotify, Smash. on Apple Podcasts. It's been... Smash that it's like It's been so subscribe. long since anybody's Smash done that. Smash it. 
Nobody's smashing it, but it'd Smash be great it. if somebody did. Um, I rated two, I think. Okay. All right. All right. That counts. Check us out on Instagram. We do have a Facebook page where I'll put lyrics and stuff. Check out our store. We got t-shirts. We got stickers. They're cool. There's art prints. Definitely check that out. I got some new sticker ideas in the brain here, but honestly, nobody's bought any, so I don't know if I'm going to keep making them. They're flying so, off the shelves. Yeah. Weed. So maybe I'll do the designs, and then just keep them handy mm-hmm. in case somebody does want one, but we'll see. That's anyway. Cool. We could just and, go tag cars. Yeah. Yeah. Regardless of all that, thank you for listening. I do appreciate everybody who is listening. Please check out our Spotify playlist, though. That's something that's really cool, because you can listen to all the songs from all the seasons in one big playlist without having to listen to us talk about them. Mm-hmm. Right. Also, all the songs are on our website, belongingsongs.com. These Iminia songs are only on the website right now because I'm saving them until we get the first collection to release. Yeah, yeah. Good um, stuff. So, we're going to get out of here. Cool. We'll see you again next time. Bye. Bye.